BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. You can rent a car, a house, even that little black party dress. So why not rent the stuff you need for your home, too? The place to do it is errands. Choose from thousands of new products from the brands you love, online or in store. Pick a payment plan that fits your budget and pay a little at a time until it's yours forever. But if life changes, you can return it anytime or even upgrade it with something new. Rent what you need. It's better at errands. Approval not guaranteed. Restrictions apply. See store for details. All-inclusive vacations make life easy with endless eats, bottomless drinks, and never-ending fun. So booking an all-inclusive vacation should be easy too, right? That's where Apple Vacations comes in. Book your all-inclusive getaway with Apple Vacations and receive exclusive perks at select resorts. You'll find the best deals to Hyatt, Zalara, Riviera Maya in Mexico and enjoy a selection of exclusive nonstop vacation flights. Turn on easy mode at applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. Visit applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. KFI AM640. You're listening to The John and Ken Show on demand on the iHeartRadio app. We've got uh, a lot going on on the show today, obviously. And starting off uh, with the with the war between uh, Israel and uh, the Hamas terrorists, I don't know if you saw the photo. Uh, it, it's running a number of uh, news sites of the huge number of tanks piled up at the uh, Israeli Gaza border, just ready to go. I mean, an absolute wall of tanks, as far as the I can see from this uh, shot, this this uh, shot, this photo that they're they're running in the papers and in the news sites. It uh, th- there's hundreds of thousands of Israeli troops that are ready to go. In a second, uh, the story yesterday that ABC broke is one of the uh, ministers in the Israeli cabinet said uh, that the military has got the green light to go. So whenever the military commanders feel like uh, uh, this is the moment that they're because uh, they just have to get themselves in order. Uh, there's no question they're going to do it. This is going to be this is going to be overwhelming. Uh, and, um, I've, I've heard people say, well, you know, they haven't done it for two weeks. Maybe they're changing their minds. No, absolutely not. They have twice as many troops amassed. I heard 380,000, twice as many that Russia had before the invasion of Ukraine. This is an incredible force. Walls and walls of tanks. Obviously they've been bombing the hell out of Gaza for, uh, for two weeks now. And you know what they want to take down is they want to take down high rises because uh, snipers hide in the high rise buildings. So they've been destroying those office towers or apartment towers in Gaza. Uh, the Wall Street Journal did a pretty elaborate story on that tunnel system, which was kind of fascinating to read. I don't know if you had a chance to see it, but yeah. uh, uh, titled The Chaotic Urban 
landscape that Israel faces in Gaza and uh, just exactly what has been put together for so long. If they do invade the place, snipers, tunnels, rubble will make for an unpredictable and claustrophobic battlefield. Uh, they cited an Israeli soldier from 2014, 20-year-old. Uh, that's the last time they fought Hamas on the Gaza Strip streets. And he said it was like chasing ghosts. He and his company hunkered down in a home where they dodged sniper shots, watched for militants jumping out of hidden tunnels, running underfoot, tried to save the life of a comrade after a deadly Hamas missile attack. It was spooky and weird, and it looked like and felt like one big trap. But if there's one country that can prepare for something like this, I believe well, it's Israel. Maybe nine years ago they weren't quite, but they're probably they've learned and, and planned a lot since then. If they ever have to do this again, I'm sure they're better prepared to, uh, to uh, invade this place. They've had four mini battles over the last uh, 15 years or so because Hamas would, would do stupid things. Um, so I, what, what I, heard, I heard, remember General uh, David Petraeus? Yeah. He was in, uh, in charge of the uh, Iraq War for a time. And I heard him describing what they're going to be facing. And they're going to be facing, well, first of all, this is one of the most densely populated areas in the world. It's a, it's a very narrow strip of land, and they have over 2 million people who normally live there. And when you have to do, like, door-to-door -door combat, uh, and, and you have these high-rises, he said Hamas doesn't wear uniforms. So every civilian could be a Hamas soldier. They don't identify themselves. The, you know, the streets are narrow. Don't the be the guy with the gun, though. <laughs> it, that, that's usually a good sign. Yeah, I got a weapon, then it's a pretty good chance it's a Hamas fighter. In yeah, fact, I, I heard one Israeli soldier describing uh, he was involved in a battle just in the last couple of weeks after Hamas came over to the Israeli side. And he said, you run up, you, you see a guy, and he was dressed in an Israeli soldier's uniform. But it turned out he was a Hamas soldier. Yeah. In disguise. So there's... there's, But you got the home field advantage. There's a lot of things you can come up with because they're going to be much more familiar with, with these Gaza places than any Israeli soldier is. They, so they, they'll know where to hide and they'll know where exactly to strike. It says here that they can use drones. And as I mentioned, there's snipers on top of the buildings. And yeah, you're right. Uh, the fact that there'll probably still be civilians there will make it difficult to find the enemy. They'll use, and then, of course, the tunnel system. They'll use their own people as human shields. They'll use the hostages as human shields. Um, every Homes could be booby-trapped. They'll be hiding, you know, in these narrow alleyways. Uh, it, 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 uh, General Petraeus said this is probably the most difficult environment possible for an army to invade. Like, he could not think of a more daunting task than trying to invade... Uh, Gaza oh. with, 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 with this many people, this many buildings, and not dealing with a traditional military that you're up against. I got to believe this is one of the reasons it didn't happen immediately. Because my thought was, well, they, they grabbed hostages. You got to get in there before they kill all the hostages. You got to do this quick and quick strike, but they didn't. And I think it's because they've got to come up with a sophisticated plan if they're going to actually invade and root out Hamas from every bit of this Gaza Strip. It's going to be very difficult to rescue the hostages. Or the, probably spread out in 200 different places. Yeah, the tunnel system sometimes calls the Gaza Metro because it's like a, going down to a subway. 25 miles long, 8 miles wide. 
it could extend for perhaps 500 miles, they think. Some tunnels are more than 200 feet underground. So even if you bomb them, uh, that's too far down. And as we mentioned the other day, light storage rooms, supplies, weapons, they have had a long time to build this sophisticated network of tunnels. And they can live down there for, for weeks and weeks. It's like your bunker they, at home. Yeah, yeah they, they've, got, they've got food supplies. They've got all the, all the weaponry that they need. Uh, the other big story, of course, today was uh, two uh, hostages, uh, Americans, were, were uh, well, they've been released. A mother and daughter from uh, Evanston, Illinois, as it turned out, Judith and Natalie Ranan, were visiting Israel to celebrate a relative's birthday. But that's tough timing. Well, it, you know Along what? Along with the Jewish holiday, they were taken hostage. Well, just yesterday, there's this uh, former NBC reporter uh, named Martin Fletcher. And he went on MSNBC to say that these two women are uh, his wife's relatives. And they'd gone oh. to Israel for that celebration. So you know, he was breaking down in tears on camera relating the story. Help their release? I don't know. I just added 200 people. Because when I, when I saw the story this morning, it's like, oh, those are the people the reporter was talking about. I remember the names. Right. And so I don't know if that had any, any effect or not. But uh, they, it, was, it was a mother-daughter. And they're free. Yeah, there was one story I, I got confusing because they said like it was a rescue, but I think they were released now, by the, Hamas. The uh, the Qatari uh, government had um, was helping with mediation for this. No, yeah. and oh, why see. why these two were picked out of uh, two hundred plus? Nobody we nobody's explained. Yeah, nobody's explained it yet. I mean, it probably helped that they were Americans because they're not saying, well, you know, we're, our beef is with Israel. Obviously, America's a big ally, but you can make the argument that they oh. picked Americans because it's not directly related to their goals. So, possibly. All right, when we return, you have a chance to win some money. we still got those keywords to throw at you, and then you follow the directions and you could win. Uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about the mini-president. The mini-president? We have a mini-president. We do it. I think it's a great new nickname for him. The mini find president. Out, find out who the mini me is. <laughs> Doesn't that fit, though? Perfect. <laughs> what a clown. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. So we wondered when dippity do Gavin Newsom stopped off in Israel on his way to China. This was just announced like yesterday. Who would be there to greet him? And I was like spinning the wheel. Is it going to be the prime minister, top level of government? Well, he got the president, but in Israel, the president is kind of a figurehead. In fact, it says here the position is largely a ceremonial role. The power, of course, in the countries invested in the cabinet led by the prime minister. And, of course, their parliament is called the Knesset. So uh, his name is Isaac Herzog, who took office uh, in 2021. So they sent the figurehead to greet Newsom? They did. And it says here, in fact, That's the president... The, the president actually deals with envoys from foreign countries and accepts the credentials of foreign diplomats while serving in Israel. So that's kind of his job, like if the ambassador and stuff like so that. So he's, he's, like, he's like a concierge? He's a greeter? Uh, he, yeah, it's kind of, a, it's almost like the royal family. and <laughs> he's, he's the official greeter for Israel. <laughs> well, they gave, I mean, you can yeah. tell people, I met with the president. The you president know, came out to see me. You know how out of the way? Most people don't know that name. Everybody knows Netanyahu, the prime minister. That's the yeah, one we're uh, Yeah, because Herzog has no power. Do, do, do you know how out of the way Newsom flew? Because he was supposed to go directly from the U.S. to China. Yeah, I think Hong Kong and then China, right? Right, but but, right, but you would fly west. Right, exactly. So he's, he flew in the wrong direction just to insert himself in this war story. And as one of our listeners said, who paid for this trip? 
Oh, did you uh, see who, who's paying for it? Is it part of his, uh, it's, I don't know, it's, it's one some, of those nonprofits we always talk about? Those yes, suspicious. it's the Protocol Foundation. The, <laughs> the Protocol Foundation. The California State Protocol Foundation. What? That's quite a name. What, they, are, what are they about? They use philanthropic donations to cover costs for some activities by the governor, including foreign travel. Uh, yeah, who are the donors, right? Well, Newsom uh, transferred a million dollars to the foundation from leftover money he'd raised for his inauguration. Uh, that's so, what I thought. Either so, campaign funds or inaugural, right? So it's a travel slush fund he has from his donors. Yeah, we've, we've covered this for years. You can go back to Fabian Nunez and all the rest of the hacks who would tap these, quote, you know, nonprofits where what? big businesses donate to uh, get, It's just another way of donating to a, to a candidate. The funniest thing is in this story, which was from the San Francisco Chronicle, it says it was it was unclear who invited Newsom. <laughs> well, because nobody did. Nobody did. He saw that the governor of New York was there the day before. He said, right. I got to do this, too. She could be competition, you, you know, yeah. for president. So, so Kathy Hochul. He invites himself. Now, you think Benjamin not Netanyahu? He's got 400,000 troops at the border with Gaza. You think he has time to greet Gavin Newsom? That's why they sent the poor president do you, out. Do you think he called Sacramento and said, can Gavin come over and help me out? I need Gavin. <laughs> I have this horrible war I'm, I'm getting involved in. Can Gavin come? <laughs> what? This is this is the most egregious ego bag move I've ever seen. Uh, again, just looking for attention, right? Oh my! Nobody God. needs you there. Of course, it does say in the CBS News story, California is supplying some supplies to Israel to show support. So is everybody? Did, One Newsom supporter told the Chronicle the governor will be seen as a mini president while in China. Oh, oh, yeah. You know who said this? This was that uh, longtime hack, Gary South. Oh, God, he's been around since Dippity, since uh, uh, Gray Davis or before that. Political right? consultant. He worked with Newsom on his first run for governor. And, yes, he's the one who said, you're kind of viewed as a mini president in a sense. What? <laughs> you're mini, all right, but it's not president. You're mini-brained. <laughs> a mini president. Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> You got to understand that because he's positioning himself, he wanted to make sure he got press coverage. And I think when they announced the trip to China, I, we found a couple of blips. Politico covered it. Uh, so somebody must have said, you can make a bigger splash if you stop in Israel. Oh, brilliant. That's great. That's what we're going to do. But to we'll stop in Israel. We'll probably get even more coverage. And CBS News and a few other of the larger media websites did uh, talk about Newsom's well, visit. Well, what I don't understand is it's not like he's doing humanitarian work, right? It's not like he joined the Red Cross to provide aid for for the uh, people who suffered from the uh, from the attack, right? Or or tour the hospitals to look at uh, all the disfigured children that right. Hamas left behind, right? He's not visiting the troops. What is, so? What is he doing? He's going to meet Israel's figurehead, Israel's yeah. version of Gavin Newsom. It's a photo op. Exactly. Wow. But it's a that's... chance to look powerful with the, the rest of the, oh. and in touch with what's going on in yeah. the world. Everybody thinks he looks powerful. Send him to Gaza. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Newsom, would you like to visit Gaza for another yeah. an hour or two? And stuff him in one of those missiles. Walk the streets because the Palestinian people are in terrible straits there. So maybe you want to reach out and he, know, he ought to be he, talk him into that. He ought to be launched. Uh, in China, he will discuss clean power and biodiversity. <laughs> He'll visit an offshore wind facility. Oh, we're going to talk about that later. 
Biden's plan for offshore wind? Uh Uh-uh. Dead. It's a non-starter. Oh, he's going to travel by high-speed rail. (laughs) To see how it works? Dead. (laughs) Weren't there a couple of crashes in China? Remember that years ago? Yeah, there are. But at least they built it. (laughs) Yes, it's true. And he'll tour Tesla's big electric vehicle plant in Shanghai. That's part of the reason Tesla can lower prices. They're building more cars in China. Yeah, is he is he going to talk to the Chinese about all the uh, all the worker abuses, the human right abuses that go on there? No, he only he only he only lectures uh, uh, people in America about all our failings. But now he's going to he's going to give them a tongue bath when he gets there. He's going to come back and 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 then give them a tongue bath. Well, this Chronicle reporter actually, uh, this is as far as they would go, California's struggling with a seemingly unfinishable high-speed rail project. <laughs> that was about the best they could do to criticize Seeming, it. Seemingly unfinishable. 15 years. Oh, boy. 15. In fact, next month is going to be exactly 15 to since vote. the idiot voters passed this thing. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. Hey, Tonight? guess BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. What happened to me? I had an epiphany. Yeah, and yesterday brought it all together. Was that painful? Uh, uh, Yeah, a little bit. (laughs) I was sitting on the bowl. I had this epiphany. (laughs) 
because we've been talking for too long now about how they want to empty out the prisons and the jails in California. I just started with Jerry Brown was governor. Remember the pandemic? They stepped on the gas. Yes. And, of course, we know what's going on in L.A. County. The Board of Supervisors doesn't want jails. Uh, diversion. We got a DA. Doesn't want that either. Right. All of this, you know about it. And, then, of course, L.A. County with no bail. That was another little nail in the coffin. But then yesterday, the story about no free will. It made me believe I would have just go nuts. I'm going to go on a crime spree. That's it. Because I got all these things on my side in California, and now the no free will argument. Right. The Stanford professor, he's going to be my first witness. <laughs> no free will means... We don't have free will, which means, you know, if I go out and do something horrible, well, I'm sorry. My brain chemicals push me that way. I have no free will. I couldn't I, stop it. I was programmed for this. That's right. That's who I am. Do you know if, if, if he, if what he says is true, right? It's a good if, argument for execution, though, isn't it? Because uh, th th that's how somebody is. We just have to eliminate them. <laughs> we can't change them. Right, we can't, exactly. We can't expect them to I, do yeah, better. I think it bolsters. And use their will to not rob or kill people. <laughs> it bolsters the case for imprisonment and execution. Right. Because the only other thing that came up yesterday is a lobotomy. Then you might be able to negate their brain. If, if it was true, if this actually became a doctrine that we, no one can be blamed because they don't have free will, no woman will be safe ever. Oh, men in the, the sex drive. You the, the only thing that protects women is is our man's free will to control himself, hmm. to make a decision not to act out the impulses that he feels all day. And porn's not good enough. Well, it's it's easier for a lot of guys. <laughs> all right. Yeah. I but I, I mean, if 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 if, if uh, otherwise, if a guy followed his impulses, right? And said, it's not my fault. It's not my fault. I was designed this way. This is what I'm supposed to do. I wish I had some will, but Women I don't. Women are going to have to lock themselves up uh, for the rest of their lives. Of course, this professor would be in California, right? At Stanford. You know where what? Like we said, the legislature is just going to eat this up at some point. He's a no free will argument. He's an educated fool is what he is. He's just he's just foolish. You spend enough time in in uh, in inside an office, not dealing with the real world. You you come up with these warped theories, and then you climb down from your mountaintop to proclaim your newly found truth. Uh, all right, about theft. After two o'clock, we'll talk about this uh, L.A. County retail task uh, retail theft task force held a big news conference yesterday to announce a whopping eighty nine arrests after many months. Uh, we'll give you the details of it. And uh, there was a question posed to Sheriff Puppet. That's Sheriff Luna. And it, it, you, what do you hear his answer? It's a good one because it was a good question, I think. It came from a reporter. We'll get to all of that after uh, 2 o'clock. You had mentioned this yesterday, and this is eye-opening, and it's about inflation. And the idea that, you know, we get these inflation reports. What do they mean? On Thursday, the Bureau of Labor Statistics announced that the Consumer Price Index rose 3.7% over the last year, about twice the Federal Reserve's target rate. Although inflation has moderated from the beginning of the year, prices of goods and services have increased around 20% since Biden became president. Food prices are up about the same amount. So what they did in this story is they had somebody that had saved their receipts from back in 2020 and then compared the price of the items to what she paid recently for the same exact items. This was a, an ordinary woman from Bolivar, Missouri. Her name is Ashia de Serrier. Yes. De Serrier. She posted her Walmart grocery bills to social media to give people, uh, and she posted quite a few of them because the idea is uh, she didn't just cherry pick two items and say, wow, look at that. There's a list here of about 15 items. So 
you're going to hear the price from late 2020 that uh, Shia paid, and then the price from today. For example, a pound of turkey breast in late 2020 was $3.14. Now it's six seventy-two. And again, she goes to the same store, Walmart, the Walmart grocery. It wasn't like she went to some upscale grocery store, just to make that clear. Four-pound bag of sugar, $1.58 in 2020. Three twelve now. 64-ounce bottle of apple juice from $1.18 to $1.98. Standard bottle of honey, $6.88. Then she just paid recently $10.97. This stuff doesn't sound like 3% increases, does it? I guess it's like, is it like cumulative? I mean, I don't yeah, know it's cumulative. It, it's a cumulative increase. Uh, in fact, the turkey breast was a 114% increase. The sugar was 97%. The apple juice, 68%. The honey was 59%. Oh, my God. Pound of ground beef went from 346 to 547. That's a crime. 58% increase. Jar of applesauce, $1.98, now 312. 58% increase. A four-pack of Totino's frozen mini pepperoni pizzas. Oh, that's healthy. Uh, went from four eighty-eight to seven sixty-four, up fifty-seven. Kids love those. Up, I know, up fifty-seven percent. <laughs> We've had plenty of Totinos in our freezer. Yeah. A box of Thai kitchen stir-fry noodles, two seventy-three. Now four eighteen, fifty-three percent increase. A can of chunk chicken. The hell is that? A can of chicken. Well, it's like a tuna. You ever see tuna in the can? I think they could, they sell little cans of chicken, too, like that. A can of chicken. Yeah. That's disgusting. Uh, $3.98 to $5.98. That's 50% increase. Hellman's mayonnaise. The jar went from $3.77 to $5.48. That's up 45%. Pack of bacon went from $11.98 to $16.48. Oh, yeah. Bacon's crazy. 38% increase. Oh, and but you see what's coming in California with that pork restriction, right? That proposition. Oh, oh I know. Uh, the pork producers are like, ah, oh, you're going to pay for this. A uh, loaf of Sarah Lee bread, two sixty eight back in late 2020. Now $3.46, 29% increase. And finally, a pound of butter went from two ninety eight to three sixty eight. That's up 23%. So you could see all of this double digits, big double digits, anywhere from 23 to 114%. And this is all normal stuff. Butter, bread, bacon, mayonnaise, chicken, noodles, pizza. Applesauce, ground beef, honey, apple juice, sugar, and turkey breast. The stuff everybody buys it's all the staples, time. Yeah, it's the yeah. staples. It's what everybody eats ordinarily. And they noted that uh, unless, you know, because we said Sara Lee, they bought the Walmart generic brand considered, quote, great value. So uh, Totino's <laughs> right. is a brand, but the other ones were well, just a hey, Walmart brand. That's right. Walmart is the cheapest you're going to find. Now, what does it tell you? It tells you that everybody in the government is lying to you. Everybody in the news media, all the all these business guys, all these financial experts, eh, inflation rate, well, you know, the core inflation rate actually went up 0.6%. It's all, moderating. They're all a bunch of liars. They have all these complicated formulas that exclude a lot of things that most of us buy every day and include things that we rarely buy. I, and the writer says, Walmart does the best to hold down prices. I recently paid more than twice Walmart's price for a pound of turkey at my grocery store. Oh, yeah. Walmart Walmart drives down the prices through its negotiations so that a supplier is making pennies on a package, right? right. Because Walmart buys huge bulk. And they, in turn, only have pennies of profit, but they make it up with volume. And that's how their business model works. So th this is the lowest you're going to get in America is at Walmart. That's an eye-opener. And this should get people to do this. Uh, starting now, it seems late. But 
You could start collecting <laughs> receipts and look a year or two later and see what the real damage is. And, it, and it's really bad. Maybe you have an old receipt somewhere. You can go out and look for the same item. And if I read one more column from another one of these progressive writers who go, I really don't understand why people are unhappy with Biden. I mean, inflation is moderated from, you know, it was at 9%. It's now 3%. It's going in the right direction. Why are people so unhappy with him? Because those numbers are bogus. <laughs> They're the lies. They face, right. You go talk to uh, a Shia here. You go shopping with a Shia at the Walmart in Bolivar, Missouri. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. Coming up after 2 o'clock, uh, five weeks they've been at it. The Los Angeles Sheriff's Department's organized retail task force. They had a news conference yesterday to announce the grand total of arrests and recovered items. Now, this is all the stuff you've been hearing about, the snatch and grabs, people running in and stealing stuff from every store you can think of. We'll talk about the results, and most significantly, we'll talk about a question posed to Sheriff Puppet, uh, Sheriff Luna of L.A. County. Uh, you'll find out what the question is, because it looks like he scratched his head and said, I, I don't know. <laughs> kind of an important question. Too, yeah. So, yeah, you would, it's, it would be my first question if I was in the audience. My hand would be up there. But about, all right, so we'll get into that coming up after the news at 2 o'clock. Oh, and there's a... Uh, apparently a poll on the L.A. County D.A.'s race we need to get into, too. Yes, fascinating poll. There's a lot of candidates, so I think there's good and bad in this poll about Gascon, but we'll get into all of that. Uh, I mean, good for him and bad for him. Uh, here is uh, good news, though, on the crime front. For the 18th year in a row, ta-da, the safest city in America is Irvine. Woohoo! 18 years? 18 years wow. in a row. Right. Now, again, this is based on size. Considered America's safest city, you have to have a population of 250,000 or more. So, you know, obviously there's many towns that are very safe, but these are the bigger places, 250,000 people or more. And it is true. FBI data from 2022 looked at the number of violent crimes, including murder, rape, robbery, aggravated assault. And once again, the crown goes to Irvine. And I thought about this today, and it brings me back to all that we've been talking about. And I said, remember the good old days... Yeah, after three strikes passed, and there was a period there where it looked like crime was kind of fading a bit, at least really nasty. Yeah, it, was, it was really low in the 90s. So then I remembered Irvine. I remember John Colbelt and the word beige. I uh -huh. it's because the complaints that we're actually covering on the air, and I'm not kidding, you can find this in the archives, people complaining about homeowners association and the color of their homes. That was a big problem back then. Well, so you yeah, think about the change now. But, but it, you know, it also explained the attitude that Irvine has all, always had. And it's taken to an extreme with their beige homes. Because I remember we, we had callers. Uh, oh, yeah. We spent a lot in. of time on this. And they painted uh, their house pink or something? Well, their, I, I, their condo? I, I forget. I remember people called in and I said, why is the Homeowners Association so obsessive? Not only all the homes are beige, right? But you can't leave your garage door up. You can't put flower pots on your windowsill. That's right. You can't have Quality a, of life, John. You can't have a bike on the driveway. Broken and window. One guy, well, <laughs> one guy called in, and he was absolutely furious. Don't you understand? You allow these things, and next thing you know, the criminals are here. <laughs> yeah, it's and, kind of a leap, but yeah. Yeah, but that was the attitude. I mean, that's been the attitude, is that you don't leave a bike on the driveway. You don't put a flower pot on the windowsill. Because next thing you know, you got rampaging uh, hordes of looters, <laughs> smashing and grabbing. You don't park your junk car on the front lawn. Now, 
I think there's a reasonable middle ground. <laughs> yes, but, but uh, hey, they have the safest city uh, for 18 years, and I'm living in a hellhole. So what do I know? I, yeah, how can you argue with that? I mean, I go to Irvine every now and then, although I just basically go to Spectrum. I don't really spend a lot of time in the neighborhoods. The Irvine mayor said, well, of course, they want to take credit for this. Uh, what we really, what is in at the core of this is what we're doing in community outreach. <laughs> when we say... Our Irvine Police Department says that they are working in partnership with the community. We mean that. We've got programs. The city's community police academy. The community emergency response teams help bridge the gap between residents and law enforcement. And you also have Todd Spitzer, who who actually does his job and prosecutes criminals. But criminals go to prison and jail in in Orange County. What do you think the vagrant total is in Irvine? Five. (laughs) Oh, that's pretty good for a city of 250,000 people. Actually, will you remember the story from a few years back when some kind of uh, vagrant development sprung up? You know, one of those one of those tent cities. Yeah. 11 busloads of residents showed up at the Orange County Supervisors meeting screaming bloody murder to get rid of this encampment. Oh, in Irvine? Bus, in Irvine. Yeah, it was in Irvine. And I think I think maybe, maybe they were going to put up some kind of, uh, you know, a homeless center there. And mm. it was not too far from a school. And it was 11 busloads. And a lot of them are Asian parents. I remember Asian a lot of family. Asian women. That's yes, right. I do, remember, I do remember what the protest was. Where I remember there was a real showing of Asian people. Because Asian Objecting Im- to something. Asian immigrants, they come from an orderly society back home. And they didn't come to America to deal with people uh, taking dumps and vomiting and leaving their uh, needles all over the sidewalks in front of their house. That's not why they came here. That's not the American dream. And I thought, you know what? I thought that is the attitude that Americans used to have when when I was growing up. Nobody put up with this. Nobody. And then everybody here got stupid and flaccid and lazy. And and suddenly you needed new immigrants to remind you. It's like, oh, yeah, that's right. We're supposed to have an orderly society, and there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing to be ashamed of, nothing to have to defend. This is the way you want it. This is the way life ought to be. Well, the mayor, there's at the end of this story in Channel 7, residents are encouraged to do their part. If you say something, if you see something, say something. Oh, didn't we learn with that story in the El Segundo Times about the ring doorbell cameras? That could result in profiling. Right. Oh, somebody you don't think belongs in the neighborhood. You right. start reporting them on right. the what's the, the next door app. Well, that is the progressive attitude is to undermine civilized life. Safety. Order. Safety. That's that's what the progressives are trying to do. They're trying to destroy what we built over 250 years. Was was uh, was an orderly society that was that was enjoyable to live in. And they they're destroying it and they come up with all these stupid ideas. Like every woke idea is a stupid idea, but they shout about it really loud and they shame people into submitting. Right. And and that's why, that's why everybody's got to go. You know what started this week? Everybody starts screaming back at these uh, woke progressive protesters who were cheering on the Hamas terrorists. Yeah, I know. That is, that know. is a sign of something. Yeah, right? I know. Yeah, that's that. That's, and hopefully America wakes up and finds out that's what they're really about. Right. Don't kid yourself. Of course they for, are. Of course they're for terrorists because that's the ultimate in destabilizing and destroying a society. Hey, you've been listening to the John and Ken Show. You can always hear us live on KFI AM 640, 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. every Monday through Friday and, of course, anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app. 
Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. You can rent a car, a house, even that little black party dress. So why not rent the stuff you need for your home, too? The place to do it is errands. Choose from thousands of new products from the brands you love, online or in store. Pick a payment plan that fits your budget and pay a little at a time until it's yours forever. But if life changes, you can return it anytime or even upgrade it with something new. Rent what you need. It's better at errands. Approval not guaranteed. Restrictions apply. See store for details. All-inclusive vacations make life easy with endless eats, bottomless drinks, and never-ending fun. So booking an all-inclusive vacation should be easy too, right? That's where Apple Vacations comes in. Book your all-inclusive getaway with Apple Vacations and receive exclusive perks at select resorts. You'll find the best deals to Hyatt, Zalara, Riviera Maya in Mexico and enjoy a selection of exclusive nonstop vacation flights. Turn on easy mode at applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. Visit applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started.